This is episode 567 for August 2019, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is called uh, Me and Mary Jane by a group called Blackstone Cherry. Uh, We're going to be talking about Mary Jane the Redhead in this particular episode, so stay tuned to that. Before we get there, I want to thank uh, people who make episodes like this possible each and every month. They support us on patreon.com slash crawlspace. Again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Uh, a perk of being a supporter is I na- uh, read your name at the top of every episode. Also, you get some exclusive content on Patreon, like exclusive podcasts, like these uh, monthly spider satellites uh, podcast, and some other fun ones that you'll just have to check out. So, I want to personally thank Robert, John, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, David, Dow, Zach, Thomas, Ricky, Matthew, Michael, Frederico, Jonathan, Craig, Laura, Patrick, Andrew, Michael K., Hafskimo, JB, Austin, Stephen, Stuart, Stephen S., AJ, Jay, Alex, Scott, Kean, Brian, Nick, Taylor, Will, Jose, Symbiobro, uh, hashtag something good for you, Christopher, Frederick, and Stephen. Again, if you would like to uh, make sure more podcasts come out in the future, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and I can make it happen. All right, let's get on with the reviews. Crawlspacers, welcome to our August review of Amazing Spider-Man comics. We've got three this uh, episode. And let's introduce the panel. We've got JR. What's going on, JR? Well, I had to learn to use new technology again, Brad. So, uh, you know, I'm so right now I'm very frightened. And, uh, you know, you'll have to help me along uh, uh, as we make this change. This is actually way easier than the other thing. Yeah, but it's it's different. I fear change. Ah. It's different. Yes, JR had to click on a new link. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 Brad, you don't get to do that when we had to, like, repeatedly teach you how to discord no yeah no. you know how to discord bro yeah <laughs> i didn't um and we have uh mike what's going on mike well for those of who are watching us on youtube quack quack <laughs> <laughs> you've got the the spot this is how it's paid yes for. i've got steam yes i got the i got the, the logo for the sponsor here like right yep. above how do i it's over on here. your left shoulder. Yeah, right here. There you yep. go. See that? That's it. <laughs> also, is anybody playing the uh, the YouTube video by chance? I'm hearing some feedback. Uh, let me check my sites here. Okay. That voice you hear is if Peter. It is, you what's just go- mute it. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, Peter? How are you, buddy? I am fine. I, I like our names uh, on the. Yes. You know, hello. So anyone who's watching, check out our names. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, also, we have George. What's going on, George? Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Hi. The fans have missed you. It's not, they have. <laughs> they have. No. They, they did. No. They did. Here. Um, here, I'm scrolling up. I'm scrolling up. Uh, again, for the audio listeners, I uh, can control the YouTube comments that appear on the YouTube videos. And uh, Matt goes, George. 
Um, <laughs> that's not George. I missed you. That's George. Vink- Vinkman, George, very, we've missed you. Good. It's now there on the go. screen. One guy missed me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vinkman. Vinkman has we missed, all missed you. you, George. We all missed you. <laughs> seems yeah. like, hold on. Adam says, seems like forever since George has been on. There it you doesn't go. doesn't seem like that long. But notice that Ashley is not on. So now all the Ashley, conspiracy yeah. theories that George and Ashley are the same person, they're probably going to be back and forth. Ashley's <laughs> a little under the weather, so we hope she gets to feeling better. And Zach has been arrested. Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. wow. That is unfortunately working tonight. The so flower we... has expired. Yeah. <laughs> no, the flower is behind bars. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and and also, Peter, thank you for not wearing a hoodie. Oh, you oh, are. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What it, whoever, uh, whoever's audio was playing, it's now gone. So that's a good, that's a good thing. So I don't hear the feedback. Okay, so uh, this episode, we're going to review three ASM comics. Like I said earlier, this is issue number 826. Uh, if you'd go by the regular numbering or the, the new numbering, it's issue 25. So it's double the size. And also, how much was this book? Eight bucks? It's eight bucks. Something, yeah. like, yep. something like that, yeah. So Pretty, P- you know. Peter's going to give us a synopsis and what he, take us through it. Okay, so, uh, well, strap in, Crossbacers, because Amazing Spider-Man 826, or 25, for those non-legacy people, has four stories in it. So, that was written by Nick Spencer, Keaton Patty, Zeb Wells, with art by Ryan Otley, Roberto Ramos, Todd Nuck, Daniel Hip, Patrick Gleason, and Kev Walker. All for eight bucks. Uh, did I miss anyone, or was anyone? I, myself, got the uh, Gleason cover. It. Oh, you nice. did. Okay. Um, I like the the uh, rotten or rot- Otley. Otley, Otley co- covers really good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> so we start off at Ravencroft Institute. A psychiatrist uh, that witnessed Mysterio's death is on the phone with the cops, explaining the whole thing. Or was he? When Kindred, aka Sent a Demon, aka Dark Mark's unhealthy obsession, appears in the room, Spider-Man style. This demon is no fool since he knows the psychiatrist is actually Dr. Reinhardt, a.k.a. Mysterio, one of Mysterio's eight lists. Mysterio tried to pull a fast one on our spooky bandage homeboy, but Kindred explains your plan was way too predictable. Even J.R. Fettinger called it back when he read issue number 24. (laughs) Mysterio's plan was, you know, quite predictable. Swap roles with a real psychiatrist, clothing and all, costume and all. Therefore, when the psychiatrist says Kindred's real name, that forced Kindred to kill him. Problem with that is Kindred doesn't like to kill innocents, and Mysterio told him his real name. A big no-no and unforgettable. Mysterio is now in a no-win situation that no matter what Kindred has to do with him, he's going to go right back to hell where he came from. Kindred states, true, but might as well make the best of your time while you have left. Your dreams intersect with mine. So go make the movie you always wanted to go make. Mm-hmm. Hands, uh, hands Mysterio a script. And then we turn to Spider-Man finding a bunch of drone robots cleaning up the loose ends from the hunted storyline. <laughs> thinking to himself that he's really in big trouble. And it's not because the drones are trying to kill him. It's because he's missing his date with Mary Jane. And Jay is all dolled up at the theater when she receives a text from Peter that she's working late. Something she admits that she really should be used to by now. Speaking of things that Marvel wants us to get used to, but we refuse to, Carly Cooper shows up to grab Peter's seat because he's detained. 
Apparently in the 616 universe, um, doesn't learn from our mistakes in our reality when Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark came out because Carly is excited to see Galactus, the Broadway musical. <laughs> She's been dying to see it. One can only hope. Mary Jane happened to get backstage passes because she knows M- Melanie Daniels. MJ and MD are both former models breaking into acting at the same time. Similar in age, close in looks. MJ steps away from secret hop- hospital. Melanie took her place, and that led to bigger and better things, including winning an Oscar for her role in the movie, Who Gives a Shit? MD <laughs> notices MJ and invites her to... MD notices MJ I've seen and, that invites film. <laughs> and invites the fangirl Cooper into a dressing room while she electro spites from the rooftop. We then cut to Spider-Man clobbering more self-repairing robots to find out the reason why he's doing it, because Dr. Kirk Connors is there and he wants to help his friend. We then go back to uh, Melody's dressing room where she's dressing up in her Sue Storm costume, bragging and gloating about how great her acting life is to MJ. Mary Jane is feeling disgusted by her ego and does admit that she misses the career that she used to be a part of when suddenly she Electro appears and crashes the show. She grabs Melanie and holds the first celebrity hostage ransom on social media. Electro sets up a fun online. People are to pay in order to save Melanie's life. MJ comes with a plan to save Melanie with the help of Carly and Broadway stage manager Terry Ford. Electro sees that no one is willing to give money to save Melanie's life, realizes they all hate her as much as she does. So Electro switches it, a public execution instead of a, a ransom, and the money starts pouring in. I got to admit, I, I vouched like five bucks for that. So hmm. Next, we catch the best panel happening in the story. I, if, I don't know if I can share my screen. Can I share my screen? Yeah, you can. Go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to share my screen here. I will blow you up so I can see your screen. Okay. You're- I think I know what panel this is going to be. And this is, well, you know what? Ooh, this is not working. I don't want to waste any time. Okay. We, we'll just leave it on. Okay. Um, is uh, Carly Cooper getting zapped by Electro? That is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I, was, I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then uh, where did I leave off? Is Carly uh, getting zapped okay. by Electro? Okay. Carly then, we zapped, to, man. then we got to uh, we got to Dr. Kirk Connors explaining to Spider-Man that the drones are there to protect people and keep the lizard in check. The robots are designed to detain him. Spidey's not too fond on Connors giving up on his family and friends, so he's going to help him out. Meanwhile, we go back to the theater, and the countdown is over, and Electro money is pouring in <laughs> for Electro to fry him. Real, not, real not, quick, hold on. Go what ahead, you, JR. What are you doing? I don't know what he's doing. I'm trying to read from my Do it again. Yeah, do it anything. Well, you know, I'm like picks up, picks up toys like Brad does throughout the show. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, Brad or JR said I reminded him of Fred McMurray. What the hell are you doing? What, look at that. Because he's got, like, he's got, he's got over there. Going. George. Yep. George, look at you, sir. You look like you need to be out at sea. That's cool. <laughs> Actually, that's this pretty, review that's so is rated him, R. Yeah. Okay, go <laughs> ahead. Carly Cooper, got zapped. Carly Cooper got zapped. Carly Cooper got The countdown has come uh, over, and Electro uh, is about to fry Melody, and she asks if she has any last words. She goes on a very humble speech on why she loves acting and what it means to her, and it even shocks Electro. Get it? Uh-huh. Shock, shock. I see what you mm-hmm. did there. No. 
Well, more dad jokes are coming because not as shocking <laughs> when Sue Storm Wiggs comes off and reveals that it was Mary Jane. Even more shocking that Electro has even a fan of MJ and is one of the main reasons why Electro wanted to kill Melanie in the first place. You see, Mary Jane knew Carly was at least good for something, so she used her as a distraction so she could get dressed in Melanie's spare costume and pull a switcheroo. All works out for enough time to have Terry Ford pour the stage water tank prop on Electro defeating her. Police take Electro away, and the audience gives Mary Jane a standing elevation for her bravery and takes down and takes a bow. <laughs> Meanwhile, Spidey is still battling robots and finally states, Doc, do it for your kids. Connor agrees with Spidey and helps him out and gives him a new inhibitor chip installed feature with some safeguards. Connor returns home to his flower-enticed lizard family, and Spidey swings to Mary Jane, sharing a kiss and some big life decisions. Peter has finally accepted Dr. Connor's offer, and then Mary Jane's old agent calls up MJ to say that she's America's new sweetheart due to mm. what happened at the theater and has a perfect role for her in a new movie that, dun-dun-dun, Mysterio wrote. It's really Kindred who's behind the scenes, behind this whole thing, and they want to reveal his identity. He wants to reveal his identity to Peter, but there's no better way to do that than through friends. Story ends with Kindred looking at the pictures of the Spider-Verse people, and Electro is being broken out of custody by the syndicate. That's okay. story number one. Story number two features Doc Connors. Real, real quick, um, let's let's get a grade for that main one, Peter. After happening, we just seen Spider-Man 2099. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Let, let's do. Uh, I gave whoa, it yeah, for the whoa, main whoa, one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You were rolling really fast. Your, your internet sped up real fast. You started talking like the micro machine salesman, 80s nice. reference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was your grade for the first one? Uh, an A. Okay. George? Uh, yeah, an A. Okay, Mike? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <I'll> JR? <laughs> I gave it a B. I'm more in the along the lines of JR. I'll give it a B, maybe a B minus. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> okay give, me a, give me a recap of the next story. The next story is um, Peter's in class with Dr. Connors, and Dr. Connors doing a whole narration through a disaster that's happening in real time, re reintroducing Spider-Man 2099 to the 616 universe. Basically, he fell through a portal, so he's there there. Story three is uh, Jonah and a Spider-Man story. He's complaining about too much noise outside of his apartment. He grabs Spider-Man to go check it out. Magic stuff is involved. Dr. Strange gets involved. It's, it's kind of goofy, but the art is actually really good. Actually, and I like then, that one. I like yeah, that that's one. a Todd Knock, is it? Yeah, Todd Knock. Yeah. I yeah, like he, he's always been pretty, really good. Yeah, he and, was on uh, uh, Friendly Neighborhood back when Peter David was writing it. Mm -hmm. And story mm -hmm. four, it was just a bot story. They, like they, they did this story where... That has yeah. a bunch of pictures and like a spam bot was providing the dialogue. I, I really didn't like it at all. Yeah, I didn't care for that either. Yeah. Uh, is, that what really, they, is that what was really happening? I mean, did they? That did was the really gimmick behind that? it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, 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 or it was somebody pretending to be a bot and writing it like a bot. I mean, was or was it uh, legitimately a bot writing it? I don't know. That's okay. the question. Uh, um, <laughs> I. I Peter, give me grades on these other backup stories. What What do you think? Uh, story two was which one? Uh, which was the that was Todd Dr. Knock? Yeah, Todd Knock. No, story two was uh, Doctor Connors and Spider Man. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah. That gets like a B. A D? Um, okay. A B as no, in boy. B as in Brad. Okay. Yeah. Um, story three, that gets a B as well. And okay. story four gets an F for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. if anybody have any thoughts about the upcoming 2099? They're going to go back there again? At least he's back in his actual costume again, as yeah. opposed to that other one yeah. that they put him in. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I again, if it, was it, coming back, who's, uh, who's writing? Is it Peter David? No, it's Nick Spencer. It's going to be a 2099 storyline in ASM, is what I understand. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, so I it's think. an actual tie. So it's an actual, so it's actually part of an upcoming storyline yeah, rather what, than just going to be like a launch of a new series. Or something. Yeah. Because I think this is teasing the next year. Like I kind of want to see oh, what, a, what, a, what, right. a, what what Spencer does with like a sassy Miguel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds cool. I, that's going to be fun, I think. Yeah. I want to see Miguel and Fred together, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh the, my God! The the Jonah story just didn't do much for me. I mean, the, that's the problem I I mainly have with eight dollar books. The main mm-hmm. story isn't long enough to justify the price tag, and so they throw some of these backups that possibly been in the drawer for a while. Yeah, I like I the mean, Jonah one. The Jonah, the, the 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 voice for Jonah was was spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. It's, it's Jonah being Jonah. Jr. Did you yeah. like it? You know, I, I I guess I didn't like it because it just went nowhere. I mean, it's just it was like the the the, the colored robots came. I mean, and they're alien ripoffs, aren't they? I mean, they look like the xenomorph, you no. know. So there's like these ripoff aliens with that, that, that turn you into pastels, and then he goes to <laughs> Doctor Strange because he's got a problem. And to me, that's not a story. I just it's like, what the heck is this doing here? You know, well, it's a prologue. It's a prologue for something that's upcoming. Well, see, that's not, ridiculous. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just. Name well, ridiculous. you've been reading com. You've been reading comics since before most of us were born, Jr. So I mean, you know that how this kind of works. Somebody's uh, always got to remind me. Every time, every time my self-esteem gets up, and you know, someone has to remind me how old I am. So, yeah. all right, all right. Uh, um, you'll be old too someday. But, I know. Well, let's I stick know. to the main yeah. story. We've kind of talked about these backups. Peter, give me some pros out of the main Mary Jane story. Mary Jane's character. Um, it's yeah. it's really, really good. I mean, Spencer really dived into that. Um, Nick Lowell even said, you know, this sh- this should be called the Amazing Mary Jane book. More on that during our news segment. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he really, <clears throat> really digged into her character. Um and uh, Spider-Man's character as well, but this was mainly just uh, a Mary Jane-centered story, mm-hmm. which I, mm-hmm. I, I I loved. It it didn't discredit her anyway. It showed her that uh, you know there's continuity involved with Secret Hospital. I mean, we saw that. Yeah. Um, and uh, the only the only thing that's been going through my mind is like this Melanie Daniels that replaced her in Secret Hospital. There isn't the reason why MJ left Secret Hospital because of the whole Jonathan Caesar thing. Yeah, yeah, but somebody saw the replacer on the show. Somebody probably, if it's a soap opera, uh, there's a lot of times they have somebody else come on and play the character if the character was was important to the story. Mm. Right. Yep. And I'm yeah. like, well, if Jonathan, if she couldn't, if John couldn't have MJ, why not go after this girl? Because <laughs> she looks like <laughs> like she she would she would do anything just to be uh, rich and famous. I, I don't think Jonathan Caesar had a chance, did he? No, he died in the 90s. That was ever recall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's list some pros from other people. George, what did you like about it? 
No, I'm you, a, I'm in the same category. I, I, I you know, I, it's funny. I was thinking about this issue and um, uh, not in the bathroom, but I was thinking about this issue and about how you know how people say, oh, you you know, with them being married, there's stories you can't tell, which boils mm-hmm. down to Peter, you know, gets with some random chick. All right, that's 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 the sum of the stories you can't tell with a married <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought reading this that this this is a story that we couldn't have with Dan Slott as a writer. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, Nick Spencer underscores that he understands how important Mary Jane is to the mm-hmm. overall story. Um, how, especially how important Mary Jane is to fans as part of the overall story. Something mm-hmm. Slot was never able to grasp. Uh, or actually, I take that back. I think Slot grasped it, didn't care, and wrote her badly out of spite. Um, well, he also let her put let her let uh, the Brian Bendis take her for Iron Man too. So yeah, yeah, there was that too. So, so no, it was a great story. I also noticed, I figured out that they had switched because of the eye color. I don't know if anybody else had done that. Yeah, I, I saw mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because, was a, and, and, and yeah. It, it was a definite giveaway because because there were so many, and Otley's art was great, but there were so many mm-hmm. close ups on the eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and that's what drew me to it. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, she went from blue to green. I did yeah. not notice that. Good job, yeah. colorist. Also, also, I want. Yeah, Marty Gracia is it? I think I'll, was did this. Also, I I kind of want to see. Uh, I kind of want to see the Fantastic Four musical look way better than. Production <laughs> <Star>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much better. Oh production man, there are here. lots of uh, lots. It goes real extreme tight right into the eyeballs. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. subtle. Nice. Adam uh, says that nice this catch, character can be a- Yeah. Uh, speaking of the art, that was the thing I did like about this. The fact that they, they had Otley and, um, and oh, oh gosh, uh, Roberto Ramos. Like they mm-hmm. divided up the sections of the two thing. Now, normally, I kind of don't really like when they try to use multiple artists on the same story, but because you're kind of telling two different narratives here, each art style kind of fit what the narrative was doing. So with Spider-Man, you got Humberto Rados. It's more, it's definitely kind of be more energetic and more like action-oriented, which kind of suits Framus's style. And then you've got Otley's, which he does with with the more with MJ's thing, and every more doing a lot more kind of quasi-realistic and everything like this. And so, yeah, I thought tonally it kind of worked for both, you know, both of them really well. And it has a nice little, it kind of had a nice appropriate balance to both of them and everything like this too. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's one of the thing that's that's the main thing that kind of struck me about it is how is how kind of totally balanced it was and how you know that you can and also it does kind of like as George was said it does kind of is set up the importance of Mary Jane as a character in her own right mm-hmm. and that she is not just some that and that's the thing sometimes it's often get missing with I think modern comics these days is they don't re- tell much stories about the supporting characters. Very true. Yeah, that they that very true. They, yeah, because I mean, look if you guys think back and like in earlier issues of classic issues of Amazing Spider-Man is there are story you know stories about you know Aunt May Flash and you know Mary Jane and Jonah were just as much as important if not as important as Peter's story was. They were. And yeah. 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 And so and this is kind of, again, and so, yeah. And so now, yeah. A- and so ASM now 259 thing, comes to mind where it's, it was Mary Jane's backstory. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Issues like that. Yeah. Yeah. JR, I mean, you gave it kind of a lower grade. You were kind of along the lines of me. Tell me a bit about, uh, well, well, you get, well, first of all, I'll, 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 you'll I'll save those for cons. giving you for that insult. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> give, give me a couple <laughs> pros if you have some. No, I, I do. Um, I was actually surprised uh, by this story. Um, I mean, it was an okay. I mean, it was it was an okay story, but I was surprised about how Carly's portrayal here didn't bother me, mm-hmm. and the female Electro didn't bother me, mm-hmm. um, because you know, I mean, it, sometimes there's a you know, particularly like when they switch gender switch characters, you know, it's just it's just so painful and it's obvious and it brings absolutely nothing. Um, but you know, Max Dillon was kind of a straw man anyway. I mean, a lot of Spidey's B villains and C villains are. Uh, and, and I, I kind of liked, uh, this female electro. I mean, I think she's got a personality, you know, and, uh, and I even kind of like the way that Carly was used, uh, you know, see the, the thing with Carly, I mean, which we all hated at the beginning was because she wasn't a character. She was a plot device. That's all she was, was she was a plot device. She was a forced shoehorn plot device, but you know, MJ, MJ, in, in addition to Spider-Man, you know, needing a supporting cast, you know, MJ kind of needs one too. I mean, yeah. she needs a friend, yep. you know, she needs, because the thing is, you know, it's kind of like Mike was saying, talking about the supporting cast. Uh, 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 when you have a long serial like Spider-Man or comic books, you need a strong supporting cast to take some pressure off the lead character because you'll burn him out. You'll burn the lead character out. You got to have stories about the other people and then kind of intertwine them. And, you know, that, that's, that's the thing. And, and Mary Jane's kind of the same way too. You, you know, you can't, you know, writers didn't know what to do. They, they, all they wanted to do was sit her, have her sit in the apartment worrying about Peter, yeah. you know, no, she needs to have friends and job and, and do things. And yeah. so I kind of like, and I, you know, I mean, I liked it when, you know, uh, you know, MJ said that Carly helped out and still hurts. <laughs> I mean, I was yeah. by that. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, so, I mean, if she's a character, if she's a character and they, 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 you know, we, we don't have any love triangle. We need basically, we would just kind of forget that part. I don't mind it. And I, and to be honest, I like the, uh, you know, sometimes when, when writers try to bring in modern stuff, they just, it's just so obvious. Uh, but I mean, I really like the, um, the uh, live stream or whatever, you know, and it's mm-hmm. and when, when she was going to kill her and said, let's look at the comments. No, not the comments, you know, <laughs> <and the laughs> <horse was like. laughs> I mean, and it's just like the comments you really read. So mm-hmm. hey, I you mean, mean, like these, no, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was surprised. I was surprised that I was, Ooh, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, she sucks and yeah. Fryer, you know, right. now so. playing off of what Jr. said, George, did you mind Carly here? I, I hate Carly Cooper. I hate, <laughs> I, hate, I mean, I, I, well, no, and it's. I think it, you'd rather have just a new character, wouldn't you? That would, I would fill ra- her no, role. No, no, no. I, I would rather have an existing character. There's lots of existing characters. There's Jill uh, Stacy, Felicia Hardy. I, I don't um, need. A, I don't need a Jill Stacy. Uh, yeah, if we could have had Felicia in here hanging out with Mary Jane, that would have been one thing. Uh, Liz, Gloria, Gloria would have been good. Glory. There, Gloria. there, there's a lot of different characters that, that could have fit that mold. We didn't have to go to Carla Cooper. That being said, uh, Nick Spencer does do a good job of making her better, I guess. And, and by, by the way, Jr. described it because she's not being used as a claw hammer to the back of the head. You don't have mm-hmm. character, you know, there's, you, you don't have people say, oh, Carly, you're so perfect for Beater, you know, just because editorial wants it that way. Um, so Carly Cooper is still a very flawed character that has a lot of problems, uh, but most of those problems stem from why there was ever a Carly Cooper to begin with. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Spencer does his best to try to work her in and make her, you know, make her someone that you don't automatically hate. Right. Um, it, it's I, I'm. He does a good job with it. I'm I'm a hard audience for that. I, I yeah. He could kill her off next issue, and I'd probably have an O face. <laughs> Real quick, so. after reading this issue, do we have any additional clues who Kindred is? He's sticking to the wall like Peter. <laughs> did he? Well, did, did we, do we know somebody who slit their wrists in spider history? Yeah, that's what I'm I trying was, to figure out too. Yeah. Well, somebody I, was. I, I, mean, I really don't have a clue. Well, somebody was talking about the rats. Coming out of of his arms too. There was like that was like that was some kind of a clue. Yeah. The way but it was coming I mean, out. It's kind of like he stuck. I mean, I was just thinking though that that's kind of typical with like the centipede and all that. But it was like right. the what, I forget what the dialogue was at the time. But he stuck we all his hand. Scars. It was like it, we all have scars. Yeah, and, and, it, and that immediately made me think that you know somebody who says slit their wrist. See again, again, again that goes to back to my nutty theory that this is the mind worm. <laughs> Because <laughs> the mindworm did that. Uh, <laughs> the mindworm did that, didn't he? That's how he died, right? Did he slit his? No, I thought he got clunked in the head by a. Oh, by that's a right. He got like, okay. That was. Right. That was um, oh, never mind. And then that, Paul that, Jenkins did that. Paul Jenkins, that's right. No, but I mean, it's just yeah, because I have no. I mean, I kind of thought I may have known this. I don't think he's a demon necessarily, but I don't. Danny D kind of in my brain. YouTube says clearly it's Rat King, and this is the Ninja Turtles crossover we've been waiting for. <laughs> right. right. Hey, they crossed over with I Batman. Know. They can, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I know you now. I know you, Brad, are saying that are sticking to the idea that this is somehow the the um, Doctor Ock husk body thing that Peter was somehow transferred into. <laughs> it, it, it's either that or it's Mephisto related or something like that. Is my theory. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, but, all, he, but he's, also got, he's got arms like Ock with mm -hmm. the centipedes, and he's sticking to a wall. So that right. that's just uh, kind of obvious. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And Adam says, Ninja Turtles and Spider-Man, I need that in my life. I'd YouTube, probably get a yeah. kick out of that if that happened. That would probably like that. That would be amazing, I, I never actually. really got into Turtles, but I don't know. Well, you no, like, but I mean, they're 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 smart assy attitude, and along with Spider Man, yeah. this might make a really hey, fun. Read. If Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles can work, so can Spider Man and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's uh, real quick get the cons. We're going to move on. Uh, Shy Town, some cons out of you. You give an A. There aren't many for you. Not many. Um, I mean, the car the Carly Cooper does does bother me. I mean, like George was saying, there are many other friends that MJ could have take that seat. Um, I still believe, you know, Carly. You know, she was mainly created to as Joe Quesada's daughter or reference to Joe Quesada's daughter. I, I, I don't know if that's, you know, the writers kissing the boss's butt. I'm not sure. Yeah. But it, it could have been someone different, someone that we, that we know. Yeah. Um, and that that's really about it. The, the side stories, I mean, the bot story I didn't I didn't like. I thought I thought mm -hmm. that's not really yeah. worth the money. Mm -hmm. uh, JR, your cons, you were low with me. Well, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm done with Kirk Connors. I really am. I mean, to me, this character was finished when he killed his son. To me, that was the end of the character. The character story was done. You know, because it was always the lizard was always. You know, he Kirk Connors was always fighting that part of himself. You know, trying to be a good man for his wife and son. And see, then his wife dies. And then he kills his son. And see, and Spider-Man 
is very forgiving of that. And di and didn't wasn't it established that the lizard is not a separate identity, that the lizard is Kurt's own anger and rage and manifesting itself or something? That sounds, you know, that sounds and, like and, the Hulk. Yeah. What, no, well, I mean, yeah, was, exactly. It is, it is pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but wasn't yeah. that done? That wasn't that done with Connors are saying that, you know, and, and so like, and so he killed his son. And so I, you know, I, you know, Spider-Man is <laughs> funny. Spider-Man doesn't want absolute carnage to kill Norman Osborn, you know, <laughs> and he, he won't kill any, I mean, I mean you know, Spider-Man doesn't kill, it's just Spider-Man, but you know, Spider-Man won't kill anybody. But he's he's very forgiving. I mean, it's like he's not saying like Kurt. You know, I understand what happened, but you have to do your time. You have to go to jail. You have to pay the penalty. It, there's none of that. And and this is just I, I don't get it to be honest. I, I don't get it. I and I don't I don't get the the fascination with with Connors, Kurt Connors, and the Lizard's character. Um, and then I don't know if we're counting the. I, I didn't realize this was a B story. Uh, but but the Connors speech at the end. You know what it what is that? What, what, what was that? You know, just more limp. Uh, you know what? Self-editing. I, I don't need. I mean, I don't need any morality lesson. I, it's like too much speechifying. You know, yes, I know. You know, humanity is a flawed species. We could destroy ourselves. We have the capability, but we have the capability to do something better. Yes, I know. I watched Star Trek in the 1960s, for Christ's sake. You know? <laughs> wow. God. So anyway, wow. that but wow. uh, th those yeah, were Jr. watched Star Trek first run. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Um, yeah. Did you? Well, well, yeah. The the yeah. thing is to go off a little bit on Jr.'s point and slightly devil's get. I mean, they're trying to skirt away from the whole Connors ate his son thing with the with the with the with the not Billy clone, even though they're now trying to say, well, it's got the real Billy Connors soul in it, though he's technically still alive, which I think is kind of you know. But yeah, yeah I, that's kind of nonsense stuff. It's, that they, it's, I mean, it's Spencer trying to do the best he can to try to rehabilitate somebody that mm -hmm, had yeah. real damage done to him in the last, oh, yeah. you know, in the last 10 years. So, mm -hmm. you know, during the whole brand new verse and brain trust and all that crap. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I can see where he where he wants to fix it. And uh, I, I've always liked the lizard. I appreciate the attempt at fixing it. It's just that fixing it is not pretty. No, no, it's not, no, it's not. And it's, it's not, not. I, 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 I don't put that on Spencer. I just, it, it, it's, I put that on the, the lesser writers who were before him, who screwed him up. Well, yeah, he's got 10 years of stuff to kind of clean up. Sorry, mm -hmm. sorry, yeah. Jared, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. No, no, it was just, a, you know, okay, that's fine. I mean, I understand that, but it's like, but again, Spider-Man's attitude is just way too, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but then again, I mean, everybody, you know, Spider-Man should still, you know, punch Tony Stark in the face every time he sees him and he doesn't do that either. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, Confirmed. it's, it's, I, yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I just, I just have a problem with this, uh, uh, stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, hell, in, in that, in that case, Norman could be rehabilitated, right? You know, I mean, theoretically, if Norman does, you know, Boomerang killed Jack Pock's Jack Jack Pot's husband for Christ's sake, and now you know Peter oh, is saying, funny. "Well, he helped he helped against Hydra, and he's funny, so I guess I like him now." You know, it's <laughs> I, this this, this is kind of that. this is the stuff that's bothering me. Um, Vinkman on YouTube chat says the problem with the lizard is that he's a one trick pony. He turns into the lizard, causes trouble, gets cured, and then re repeat. That's very true. 
I mean, yeah. that's what the Hulk was for the longest time. The Hulk yeah. comes out, smashes yeah. stuff, gets tired. Banner comes back out. I mean, I, that not was, with Immortal Hulk, George. I got. Not have you have you read Immortal Hulk at all, George? I'm not reading anything from Marvel other than Spider-Man right now. I would Immortal highly recommend. It's great. epic. Even I know. Even I, I'm hearing good things about how much they've fixed every. You know, a lot of other stuff that I had problems with before. Um, I, I look at a lot of it and I look at a lot of it and I'm like, no, this, this is still wrongheaded to me. So it just, I, I get, I appreciate that they're trying to fix it, that they acknowledge that yeah. there's been a lot of problems over the last several years, uh, with the way the characters have been handled, but, uh, it's just Spider-Man <laughs> at this point. I'm not reading anything else. Um, if you ever want to read another book, Immortal Hulk is the best it's been since Peter David. In my or, or Paul Jenkins for that matter. Come think of it. Paul Jenkins I had a, with I, I think Paul Jenkins had an underrated Hulk run. He really I did. would agree. I, 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 I like Jenkins Hulk. I did. Yep. Uh let's move on. I think we covered that issue pretty good. Let's move on to eight twenty seven. George, you've got that one. It's the Superior Foes playing poker with Spider Man. Uh well that's that I mean that's not the issue. That's just I know. It's just the cover. <laughs> the it's cover lied. Just the, just the, the cover <laughs> lied. It's a great cover, though, isn't it? It's a great cover. It oh, it's a great cover. Um, book. But no, it starts off with the Kingpin and some dude down on the sewer. Did we ever figure <laughs> out, did the Kingpin ever name this guy? I can't remember. I don't think he did. He's I don't just, know who this is. Just some Poindexter kind of guy. Yeah, just some dude. Just some. And he's trying to find, you know, assistant. something for uh, for Fisk. Uh, it's like uh, held in a clay box. At first, I wondered if it, what were those tablets? What was it? The tablet? Of, oh, like the tablet of time. Yeah, yeah I wondered yeah. if it was like related to that, you know. Um, and uh, instead, it's uh, you know, he opens up the box and it's a uh, it's a note from Boomerang saying, "Hey, you know, I'm one step ahead of you. I already got." Uh, already got this, you know, your pal boomerang. It has like a little boomerang drawn out. That <laughs> I thought was cute. Kingpin freaks out, you know, it does a little, like, quick little monologue. And then um, we shift over to Peter and Fred who are out having, uh, having fun in a bar. Well, mostly Fred's having fun at a bar and Peter's just sort of there. Um, I like this. I like that Peter and Fred are kind of bonding for some reason. I had forgotten that he killed Jackpot's husband. Don't care about Jackpot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got a free pass in Texas. No one really did. Yeah, he gets a free pass back in Texas because that was a boring character. Isn't she dead too now? Who who cares? Anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, much. aren't we on sort of two? Yeah, depending on which what which Jackpot you're talking about. Because there was <laughs> because there was actually two of them. One of them was pretending to be there was a Jackpot who was pretending to be Jackpot who was pretending to be Mary Jane. Wow. Okay. We don't, we don't need to go there. Yeah. <laughs> here anymore. Um, so yeah, you know, he Peter's kind of going through his, you know, he, recalling his history, you know, with uh, with uh, Fred and how Fred's, you know, been actually not so bad to hang out with. You know, I mean, he did kill Jackpot's husband. He no, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, no, he points. Uh, they did make a reference to the baseball. Uh, thing with Fred, which I liked. Right. Uh, if you read Superior Foes, you're familiar mm-hmm. with that part of the story. Yeah, uh, Fred used to be a pitcher. Um, but wasn't then, he Australian? Wasn't Boomerang from Australia? Originally? That was a lie. That was a lie. He purposely, <laughs> it was a lie. Yeah, he purposely he purposely said that he was from Australia when in fact he wasn't. That's Again, funny. That yeah. just seems like that, that, that's, that's so that's Fred. Fred. That's Fred. Classic Fred. <laughs> <laughs> and see, the reason we're like that, that's classic Fred. That's all. That's 100% Nick Spencer. Mm-hmm. That's and true. That's, that, that's going all the way back to Superior and, and the fantastic job that, that Superior foes of Spider-Man yeah. did. 
Um, he hooks up with a couple of chicks who have a yoga hammock. By the way, I can't talk about what that's code for. <laughs> since, since we made it a PG-13 um, yes. kind of gig. I can't really go into why Fred's so excited about that. People can Google it. <laughs> yeah, you can Google it if you want to. But um, there's something else it's called, but that's not important. Anyway. So they walk outside of the bar and then there's cops all around there and they're like, they're, they're going to see Boomerang because, you know, they're working for Kingpin because Kingpin's, of course, you know, the mayor. And so the cops work for Kingpin. This is the, I, I, I have a little bit of a problem with this. The, the, the cops aren't like the mayor's <laughs> secret police. Yeah. But but that's how they were for Jonah. That's how they are kind of now. Yeah. Uh, like the cops in New York, they hate the mayor there now. So uh, right. Oh yeah. Yeah, they they yeah. can't stand the mayor. So it's it's weird for me. But anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll go along with the narrative. But as soon as the cops see that he's with Peter, they back off. And that's and and Peter starts to wonder, well, "Why are they doing this? Why are they backing off every time they pop up and and Fred and I are both around?" Happens to me all the time in Chicago, you know, and uh, and of course he doesn't realize it's because you know, Kingpin's under the thumb of uh, you know of the, uh, yeah of the of the big villain here, and uh, the big villain doesn't want Peter touched, much like the Joker in Batman. Joker doesn't want anybody else messing with Batman but him. Mm -hmm. um, anyhow, so uh, <laughs> so yeah, Peter starts to wonder about that. Meanwhile, we switch over to uh, to Electro. Who, since we brought her up last issue, uh, since she had that, you know, that great scene with Mary Jane and everything, um, I, I, I'm enjoying the new Electro. Uh, I, I'm someone who I don't like when we switch off of the of the actual people, you know. Um, this is probably a you can attest to the Spencer is why you're liking it. Yeah, Spencer makes mm -hmm. her interesting. Yeah. And I mean, Spencer does a very good job of making characters interesting, even in characters that you really weren't invested in before. Spencer will start writing them, and then suddenly you're like, "This character's interesting now because Nick Spencer is well, he's a good writer, and he knows how to make characters interesting. Um, he knows Except how to make when he's doing Secret Empire. He knows, uh, yeah, yeah, true. But but he knows how he knows how to make them relatable on different levels. And and here, you know, you have Electro. Going over, you know, like a basically a job application, and then she's getting around <laughs> like four hundred one k plan and the W nines, and you know she she freaks out, loses it, and just blasts the paperwork. Which who amongst us hasn't wanted to do that? <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. Every time yeah. you start a new job and you get the new packet, and you're oh, like, gosh. oh god, here's my next two nights, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. Nights. So I instantly, I was like, it, I was relating to the new Electro. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> who then talks to the new Beetle? Or the newish Beatles, still, I guess. Um, who pitches the idea of uh, you know she takes her through a, uh, a tour of their of the syndicate's lair, <laughs> which I, I love this. Scene. Yeah, uh, takes her to a through a tour of the syndicate's lair gives a little bit of history on on Electro and Beetle herself. You know, of course, Beetle is the daughter of Tombstone. For those of you who don't remember, uh, but yeah, they go through there. There's like a little, there's like a little like uh, nursery area for like you know like supervillain moms <laughs> and everything. Um, and then she introduces her to the rest of the of the syndicate, which is Lady Octopus, White Rabbit, Scorpia, and uh, Trapster with no E because that's because that's edgy. I thought that was funny. That was funny, and she's like, I'm still I'm still thinking about the A. I'm still trying to. I, Jury's out. I'm still trying to figure out if I need vowels at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and uh, and he gives them just little quirks, you know, like Lady Octopus is like, uh, you know, she's like, she starts talking about macrobiotics, which, by the way, is like this pseudo vegan diet where I think mm -hmm. all you eat is like uh, fish. It's like it's kind of pescatarian. Um, and, you know, they, they've got, you know, they, yeah, they, they, he makes them human. You know, they've all got yeah. their little quirks and everything. And, um, you know, so they make the sales pitch to uh, to Electro. Do you want to join up with us? And at first she says, no, I'll pass. And then they're like, oh, hey, by the way, we're going up to Boomerang. And then Electro's like, I'm in. Whatever I got to fill out, whatever I got to do, I don't Why care. Why did you say that before? How many vegan, <laughs> how many vegan cheeseburgers I got to eat? Mike, they buried the lead. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And Beatles like, sweet, fill out your W-9s. Because <laughs> <laughs> we pay our taxes here in this, right. in this villain lair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh Scene uh, scene shifts over to uh, Fred and or Boomerang. He's in full costume. <laughs> Boomerang and Peter uh, taking food over to Aunt May's food bank, dropping food off with uh, some of the homeless that are out there. Randy shows up, um, and I, again, I like seeing Randy so much. Mm -hmm. I really do. I like that Spencer included Randy. Uh, I wish we still had Flash Thompson around for Spencer to include him. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway. <clears throat> Boomerang, you know, is is really selling the whole. Hey, look, I've turned a new leaf. You know, I got a, I got a paint roller. I got a, a paintbrush. I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's let's you know beautify this. Um, and then Randy goes off for uh, for his date. Randy has a new a new girlfriend. And uh, and then uh, you know Aunt May, Aunt May is Fred is winning over Aunt May very 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 quickly. Mm -hmm. You know. Aunt May, you know, Aunt May is just all about Fred. Fred, Fred is like Eddie Haskell, but like fun, <laughs> right? You know, from Leave It to Beaver. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, Peter Spidersense goes off, grabs Aunt May right before the wall explodes, and then uh, you know, Boomerang's like looking around in shock, you know, looking looking for Peter. Like he actually likes. I I, I do think this Boomerang. Everything's a con. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I do legitimately think he likes Peter. <laughs> yeah. I think he personally does like him. Doesn't mean he won't sell him out. Or, oh no, no, or absolutely not. But yeah. I think he, I think he legitimately does like him. Uh, and then there's the syndicate, you know, coming coming for Fred uh, to uh, to you know get him for the kingpin. End of the issue. A plus. I enjoyed the hell out of this. Ooh, really? I, I That's really. High. I had a That's lot high. of I had a lot of fun with this one. I did. Okay, let's go around the horn. We got one A plus, which is. I don't remember an A plus out of George in a long time. That's awesome. I've given A pluses to Spencer stuff. Before. Not as many F's as you've given. <laughs> I haven't given anything. I haven't given oh, anything I lower, I think, to, than a B to Spencer. Oh, I know. I'm not talking about Spencer, though. Yeah, I haven't given an F since Slot was around. So yeah. it's been almost a year, kids. Shy <laughs> Town, what do you give uh, this issue? I give it an A. Okay. Mike? Almost an A. It's kind of more closer to B plus, but sorry, George. Okay. JR? <laughs> Uh, I got to give it on the uh, around a B minus, I think. Um, B minus uh, D for artwork. Uh, <laughs> did not like the artwork at all. I mm. really miss Otley. That's kind of what dropped it down for me, yeah. actually. Yeah. So great though. Yeah, the, the writing and the and the W nine yeah. is great. I want more. I don't think Spider Man appears in this book, does he? Yeah. No, yeah, not, not, not no, this issue. No. Only like I think like in flashback. Yeah, yeah. That that takes it down for me too. 
Uh, I want Spider-Man in my Amazing Spider-Man book. Uh, George, let me hear some pros out of you. I just I I liked it. Uh, I like it's fr- dude. It's Fred. If they did a boomerang ongoing, I would buy it. I would buy it along with this. I will. I, I would. As long as oh, Spencer's yeah. writing it. I really would. Well, yeah, it, it needs to be Spencer. I, I don't think anyone else can really capture Fred the way Spencer does. Danny D yeah. in uh, YouTube chat says, uh, this issue kind of made me hope Spencer returns to the Straczynski status quo of Ant-Man knowing Peter's Spider-Man again. I'd love to see how he writes that dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I would kinda, do it, I, especially because that's one of those things again that should never have been undone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there is. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jr. No, I was just going to say I think she knows. Um, but yeah. go ahead. But no, I, it was. It, it's another one of those things that should not have been undone. Um, yeah. You always talk about the story potential of this, story potential of that. Uh, we lost the story potential of that. We only had it around for what uh, two years, something like that. Before yeah. it was undone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't mind. I mean, we're in an age now where Jonah knows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, may, it doesn't make any sense that Aunt May doesn't know. So if mm-hmm. Spencer gets around to that, again, I, I, there's more praise to heap on Spencer because uh, everything else has been great so far. Real quick, George, you forgot something that was on the letters pages. Oh, I, yeah. I, I didn't look at the letters pages. I'm sorry. Peter, what was in the oh, uh, the letters dude. pages by? <laughs> My letter got printed. Oh, hey, yeah, there you go. Fourth this, time, by the way. This is how many times? Yeah, four times. This is a uh, uh, fourth time in the Spider-Man history, and three times during Spencer's run. Nice. nice. Is this going to be working what? for Marvel one of these days? Did not letter writers used to wind up getting jobs for Marvel? George R. Oh, R. Martin yep. used to write into Marvel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like I like what uh, Nick Lowe says. You again, Norbert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think keep on writing letters just so they can print it. So yeah, I, can I love it. I think you you are you are continuity at this point. So I hope so. Be yeah. <laughs> careful. You might be actually become a supporting character in this book. And, that's what I'm trying to. I want to be a supporting character in Amazing Mary Jane comic when that comes out. And you know, <laughs> and you real quick, we should mention this again. Um, and and I, I guess we can probably go into it more. But uh, kudos to Nick Lowe. Oh, really yeah. for for mm-hmm. I mean just helping Spencer turn everything around. I, I I've had so much respect for Lowe over the last year. Yeah. Um, which I didn't think, you know, I I, I would possible. get to a point. Yeah. So, you know, hats off to him as well. He's he's doing a, a great job also. Ryan Reed says, is Peter getting a punch card every time he gets a letter published? I think that's <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> uh let's do cons. Uh George, cons out of you. I don't think you have many. And that one, I what like about, the artwork. What about that artwork? That is a I like big the artwork. The, that's a big con for me. I don't like that artwork at all. Do you see Peter's hair? I like the. I didn't yeah, have a problem with the artwork. The only yeah. problem you I can, really had with the artwork is it kind of made Peter, who's supposed to be like in his twenties. I know people, you know, they he's that's official what he is. But it kind of you can kind of see a little bit more like he's got more of the wrinkles and the and the lines there a little bit. He kind of looks like twice his age. So it's kind of one of those. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I mean stylistically it's yeah it's definitely different everything but i do but i do think since this wasn't very this was more of a talky issue it's not it's not like you have to like oh have you know it's it's fine i mean it's you know no it 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 is not it doesn't look a thing like peter at all no i I mean i yeah i do think it was a little bit it's kind of weird and wait until we get the next issue it doesn't look like spider-man either it's one of the ugliest Mm -hmm. spider-men i've ever seen Mm -hmm. honestly 
Now, see, I, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with, uh, with, oh. with the, with the next issue either. I, I, I like the artwork there too. It wasn't, I mean, I, I can't think of anything that wasn't that didn't look like Spider Man to me. A lot like uh, Cam and Coley, who like drew Spider Man like oh. with that old man pelvis. Remember, like Spider Man <laughs> like get that wide those wide hips, like he was wearing an adult diaper or something. Right. We'll, we'll get to the next issue, but that that splash page when he Spider Man appears, it's ugly, man. It's mm. it's it's really ugly. I didn't like it at all. Uh, Jr., you're again agreeing with me. You're giving it B minuses. What would what uh, what's your problem with the issue? Well. Uh, there's a, there are probably things that, uh, you know, nobody else will understand or, or whatever, but, um, one, I, I, well, actually before you guys ruined it, I was going to say, because they print letters from a bunch of losers, but you guys already, you know, intercepted that one before, uh, um, but, but no, um, jealous to much be honest, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, think, wow. I think that's a yes, Peter. <laughs> Got him. To be honest, to be honest, yeah, you and Dark Mark ought to start a club. <laughs> to to be honest, uh, you know it's funny though. I mean, we're the we're the ones with the adult kids. Um, the um, I, beyond the whole uh, boomerang kill jackpots, husband getting off that. I'm surprised that Peter's having such a good time because Fred's really obnoxious and I, uh, that's his character. I understand that. That's, that's fine. But it's just that Peter's warming up to him. And it's like I, that. I, I don't, I don't think Peter has had a very really has had top. What do you think about who's Peter's friends have been, you know, Harry, you know, flash. I mean, flash wasn't this obnoxious. Um, Nobody was obnoxious. Jr. That's true. He, wasn't just, he was. He was not. He was obnoxious. I mean, yeah, but this is just unrelenting from Fred, you know. And it's like uh, just the Peter Parker that we've grown up with all these years. Just I, I don't. I think he would have a really short fuse. But then, and then he has put up with Johnny Storm, hasn't he? So mm-hmm. uh, another thing. It's about so anyway. Um, Adam Winchell, thing, Adam Winchell brings up a good point, real quick, Jerry. He says Fred's obnoxious but fun. That's exactly the. the yeah. I, like I said, just just knowing Peter, though, it just seems that he would have a a really um, he he, w- he would have a limited amount of tolerance for that. But you know, everybody's enjoying the issue, so I'm not going to harp on that much. Um, you know what? And I'm not so sure. I, I'm up with the Aunt May having cancer thing. Um, no, no. You know why? I mean, again, it's it's one of these things where you know. I mean, yes, that's the world we live in. Yes, that's something that we all have to deal with. With uh, you know, relatives, I mean, you know, my own, you know, father, uh, but this is the Marvel universe. It's like, he got to go to read Richard's Richard screen and give her a shot and cure. You know, it's just, it's just, it, it, it it's kind of incongruous to sit there and worry about Aunt May's cancer. You know, if she had an alien virus, you know, that would make more sense in this context, but you know, that she's got can't, you know, that Peter's going to worry about her having cancer when it's like, just go to the Baxter building. Reed will fix her up just like that. Um, so I'm, I'm having a little trouble with that, with that, you know, I mean, emphasizing that as a plot point when, when really in this Marvel universe, that shouldn't be an issue, but, um, uh, that's, that's just me. Yeah. Um, George has had enough. All right. <laughs> Good job, JR. He, he's done. Um, any other cons about this issue? I, are, aren't you guys upset Spider-Man's not in it? Well, we get to the next issue, Brad. Yeah. And, yeah, and I paid four bucks for a Spider-Man comic with no Spider-Man. It's still a part of the story. It's a really good story. With uh, And part of Spider-Man that's so appealing is his supporting characters. 
I'll give you that. I do like Fred. I'll give you that. But I don't. It seems like when Jerry Conway, who I think was very good with the supporting characters, he was able to put Spider Man in it. Hmm. I mean, put put yeah, but Peter's in, the, in it. I mean, you know, Peter's right. in it throughout. He's just not in co- He wants to see him in costume. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind a change of pace, but I mean, I like. I mean, I have to confess, I like the villain lair and the uh, the daycare center for the super yeah, villain. Yeah, that's fun. His, I, I mean, his humor is great. Mm-hmm. I, I like and that because you know what? In this war, in this kind of world, yeah, you would have supervillain moms. I mean, yeah. you just would. You know, you'd have supervillain well, dads and supervillain moms, and you know, it'd be like it. It almost be like the uh, old uh, cartoons with Wiley e. Coyote and uh, the Sheepdog. You know, oh, or, yeah. uh, what what they, what, they, what, they, what they, yeah. But I mean, what I love they about in the morning or whatever, punch their cards in. Then yeah. they, you know, then they'd fight and try to kill each other. And then when the oh, bell yeah. was rang, I remember those. You know? But so. what I loved about it is that here you got these guys who's their whole supervillains. Their whole thing is, yeah, let's just go rob and do kind of villainous stuff in costumes and everything. And here they are just like, oh, yeah, we got our daycare center. We got, you know, 401ks and everything like they're trying to be serious about this whole thing. And you're just like thinking, but you're supervillains. And that's what the brilliance I think with Spencer and and also with his um, with this and also with the um, superior foes is that he kind of shows the you know he kind of shows that the fact that the more they take themselves seriously the more ridiculous they come across which is yeah. but not in a mean spirited way which is which is terrific and this kind of made me long for kind of a superior foes of Spider Man revival um, I know you know. Or- or at least a syndicate book. I think a syndicate oh, book would be okay. Well, given what happens in the next issue, I'm not sure the yeah, syndicate's yeah. going to be for very long. Right. Um, any any other comments on this one before we move on to the next one? Um, well, Adam says, "I hope Spencer doesn't overdo the regular Joe supervillain thing too much. Less is more, maybe." Well, Spider-Man's an every uh, you know everyday Joe superhero, so it kind of fits. Vinkman and YouTube chat, you had a very good point. Spider-Man didn't appear until the last few pages of ASM two fifty nine, but that red suit was in there, and I, if I remember correctly, he came up through the skylight. He put on, he changed costumes in two fifty nine. I remember that. Uh, let's move on to uh, Jr. is going to review the issue that came out just this past week. So tell me a bit about that. All right, all right. Everybody, I'm going to preface it by saying I just got this assignment about an hour ago. So I, yeah, I know Ashley called in six, so we uh, Jr. graciously decided to take it on. So anyway, all right, big explosion at the feast center, you know, and then uh, six chicks in tights come in, and I would say, man, you know, forty years ago, forty years ago when I was reading Spider Man, if six chicks in tights burst into a room. I, I, I think I just would have would have lost myself, you know. And the thing is though, Boomerang is initially PO'd, you know, and I'm thinking, man, just hey, <laughs> sit back and take it, you know. Oh my god. I mean, uh, just just enjoy it. Uh wow. but uh but anyway, but then he sees that it's the Beatle and he so he tries the romancer and, <laughs> and in one of the best lines. That I've read. I mean, I gotta admit. Hey, don't you remember the good times, like when Shocker peed in the pool and it turned out? He was <laughs> 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 I I, honestly, you can't. 
Here's the thing. If the rest of the issue had, had sucked, which it didn't, <laughs> if it had, that line would have still redeemed the entire thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, it, and, and well, I don't, I, just, I don't want to get off because I think we'll kind of be talking about Nick Spencer overall, but, but anyway, so that was really amusing. And so anyway, Fred is, you know, again, he's trying to talk out, talk, uh, talk his way out of it and says, and he actually makes some sense. He says, well, why are you robbing a homeless shelter or a food shelter? There's no money here. These people are all poor, <laughs> which actually makes it, but that's not why they were there. Uh, but then there's, then there's this nice little scene about, you know, uh, what was it? Was it Trapster said, yeah, but there's real food here instead of lady octopuses crap. Again, something that I kind of like too, is that Spencer, you know, I, you know, the idea that, again, the idea that boys or men don't like good female characters is BS, utter BS. We like good characters, period, whether they're male or female. We just don't like the woke crap or we don't like the, you know, like the girl power crap that happened in Endgame or whatever. And, you know, where it's like in your face kind of stuff. I mean, these 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 women, they have flaws. They're they're bitchy they they're some, you know some of them are you know like well later we find out one's double crossing and then you know they nag each other and they're human you know it's not like they're noble now because they're you know because they're the you know they're not men so they're women so they got to be noble now they're annoying they're you know anyway so so that rabbit, rabbit is literally a gold digger that's how she started her career off <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's their character so anyway but we'll see where anyway so so we have that exchange and then um, boomerang you know chases peter aunt may out because it, he just couldn't stand it if a hair was harmed on her head so so is it now in this case guys is fred being true does fred really like aunt may you yes. know or is this another is or is this eddie haskell like miss you know Mrs. I mean, I, I, that's the question isn't it he likes her, <laughs> doesn't mean he won't sell her out for something <laughs> yeah as peter says he's running away but it's kind of working because it's running there, you know, but yeah. Sorry, Peter shoves Aunt May into a closet, you know, one of those, I'm going to get help, Aunt May. You know, yeah. don't, don't react suspiciously to this. I'm going to like shove you in a closet and disappear, you know, <laughs> and just leave you there. <laughs> you know. You'll be safe here in the freezer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah chill out, Aunt May, yeah. So anyway, so I'm going to get some help, Aunt May, you know. Uh, and, and so then, you know, so then Spider-Man, uh, you know, joined, but before he does that, then we, we figure out, you know, Boomerang goes, what I ever do to all you other girls? That of course, yeah. is funny. <laughs> you find out what he did. You know, he, he, he made the moves on them all. Nice guy. Hey, uh, hey, nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> that, that was funny. That was funny. And, uh, and, uh, and then here's something else I like. He's like, well, he gets, then he goes and turns the trapster and, you know, says, why are you here? I just like the violence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, again, no, I, and I, I hate to, I don't want to bring this thing with the female because I remember, uh, and I'm thinking specifically, um, you know, like Cold Heart, for whatever reason, she sticks with me. That was, a, you know, they were bad. They were villains. The female villains were villains, scream or whatever. They were villains because they had issues. You know, female issues and, uh, you know, because their men did them wrong. I mean, these girls are bad guys. They're just they're bad guys. You I, know, like this, I like this reaction to her, too, when she said that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, there's a bad, she's a bad, she lives on, she's always violent. She doesn't have any issues with her dad. You know, she wasn't raped as a, you know, she likes violence. She's a bad um, person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, so Spidey comes in, there's a big fight, you know. Hold and, on. And I, this is, this is the scene that I hate. That scene right there. Look at that art. Oh, and that that's ugly. Sorry. Okay. Go to the next. Go to the next page, though, because I think this is the page that I actually. Like. I don't. I don't have it up, but. Oh, you don't. Okay. But anyway, it's the one where like it's it's the one it's it, where Spider-Man's pop pops Lady Octopus, you mm. know, and 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 Spittle comes out. But it's like, hey, you know, you want to play with her, you want to run with the big dogs, you know, <laughs> you mm. know, none of this. Oh, I hate to hit a woman. You want to run with the big dogs, you're going to get popped, you know, and uh, you know, and, and so he pops her. Um, there you, and, go. you know, that's what you're talking about, right there. There we go. Yeah, I, big, I just big punch. Yep. I, I just thought that was, I just like that. Um, yeah. I guess, I don't know, maybe there's some kind of, maybe it's, you know, maybe subconsciously I wish I could do the same thing. All well, anyway, Spidey, by uh, the way, is saying, oh, I endorse what you're doing, but not really because you're bad, but sort of because you're women, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, anyway, Boomerang is great. He wants to have a team. But I mean, he's, you know, in, in fact, it reminds me of uh, Lex Luthor's reaction in Superman 2. Superman, thank God, you know, and then, oh, no, get him. Uh, but, uh, you know, but Boomerang, of course, screws it up. You know, he, he screws up his team up. Uh, and, you know, Spider-Man accidentally uh, is getting thrown off his game. He picks up a gas boomerang. He gets knocked out. The girls capture Electro uh, and take him, uh, take him back to their lair where they have a big, they have a big girl empower, empowering speech. And Electro feels empowered and, and everything like that. And then, uh, then we find out that the Beatle is uh, kind of, you know, is working for somebody else, working for the Kingpin. And, uh, it, it turns out that, you know, the king, cause the kingpin wants Fred because the kingpin wants what Fred has stolen. And apparently I'm assuming that's Vanessa, yeah. you know, yeah. even though mm -hmm. the last time I saw Vanessa, she was in daredevil and she had just had Richard whacked, you know, and she looked yeah. really haggard then, you know, not like this Vanessa in the painting. So, is been like okay, so what's going on with Vanessa now? Because like I said, that was the last time I saw Vanessa when she killed Richard. So like, you know, and she sold off Will's uh, Fisk Empire or whatever. And so like, is she dead? Is she in a coma again? Is she? I don't remember. Being held she's 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 I can dead. answer this. I can answer this question. George is right. She is dead. Then, uh, dead no more. The clone conspiracy brought her back. Yep, and remember which came and just killed after neck because he thought yeah, like, yeah. her in the head. It was like and you're not so, my wife. Yeah, so now she's double dead. Yeah, living in the sewers with the with the uh, with the Caliban Man. people or whatever. And double dead. Well, I, just, I can't keep any I, of. The, I can't. I, I think See, Mike needs to be a mortician. You are double dead in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah. she's been dead for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's well, been dead for a long time. So anyway, so Spidey wakes up, Spidey wakes up and, uh, Aunt May's there, you know, and, uh, Aunt May says, you got to save poor Freddie, you know, <laughs> yeah, Freddy, right. Yeah. Freddy. So, so, so Spider-Man, you know, he says, ah, how am I going to find Fred? You know I mean? I don't know. And it's like, I put a tracer on him or I sprayed him with some kind of crap, but you know, he probably did his laundry and no, wait a minute. Fred doesn't <laughs> do his laundry. <laughs> And so he goes back to the apartment because he, he he needs a long range tracker, and there he finds the scene 
Randy and mm -hmm. uh, Randy and the Beetle, you know, K A K K I S S I N G, and uh, all I can think of is what are their parents going to think of this? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, Dad, that is the daughter of Tombstone, and that's <laughs> no. the son of Randy Robertson. So yeah, yeah. just see Randy oh, Bobby Robertson actually. Oh, Bobby, Bobby. Bobby. and that oh. part of it, that part of it is perfect. Oh yeah! That's, oh my that's god! Good, that's that a good, by the good. way. Shout out to Neil because he called this really on our Discord page. Oh yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Yep, I like that. So, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, Jr., what's uh, your grade, sir? Uh, I gave I gave this a B. I gave it a better grade than the last one. It it didn't have any. Uh, it didn't have any. I don't. It did. It, I don't recall it having any elements of that annoyed me. You know, just kind of a straightforward. You know. You know, smack pal kapow boom or whatever. With a lot uh, of humor and, in it, and, and then an interesting cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, you know, because th this is one of those cliffhangers where you're interested, you're, you know, you are genuinely interested in what's going to happen next. So yeah. uh, we got a B. Uh, we got Mike. What do you we got out of you? Uh, this would be an A minus if not for the art. <laughs> yep. Yeah. George. A plus. Suck it, art haters. Shy <laughs> <laughs> Town, what do you give this one? Yeah, this is an A plus. Even though I didn't like the art, it, the story itself, you know, drove it. So. A story out of me and a uh, art is a D. So I'm going to give it a B minus. Well, no, I'll give it a B because it was better than the last issue. I think I gave the last issue a B minus. This is better. It had a, it had a lot of funny Fred. I loved mm -hmm. him hitting, hitting on the, on the ladies and uh, the cliffhanger at the end is memorable. I'm not going to oh, forget yeah. that in 30 days or 15 or whatever, how many days next one. And it sets up the potential stories to come. Cause you could, be you great. totally see uh, uh, tombstone and Robbie uh, coming up. So it's Romeo and Juliet, you know, style. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Can you see him getting married or whatever? And there's Robbie on one end of the island. Uh, oh, oh my God. Spidey's married him. That's so good though. Yeah. I mean, the super tombstone and other affiliate, you know, gangsters and, and D list super villains, you know, and, and then Robbie over here, Adam wants to, uh, us to comment about how the cover is an homage to the sinister syndicate from the eighties uh, with Ron friends. Mm -hmm. Is that two eighty one? is what I'm, I'm thinking to Ron friends or Sabu Sima. No, it, I think it was uh, Ron Friends. Yeah, it was friends. It was friends, it's friends and Tom DeFalco. Yep, 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 yep. I think it's two eighty one. Am I right? Jr. I don't know for sure. I think I think you're right, Brad. We covered Thanks. it on uh, on Friday yeah. Night Fights. Spider Man had his arm in a sling fighting yep. the Silver Sister Sable. Mm -hmm. Yep, with Silver Sable. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, we talked about pros, cons. Did we? Did we, we, didn't we have one? We didn't talk about pros. Okay, let me hear some out of you, George. Um. No, I liked. I loved the fight. I loved. Uh, Jr. already brought it up, but uh, yeah, what, as soon as he punched Lady Octopus in the face, and I was like, "Yeah," you know, mm -hmm. I was like, "He's not," you know, he's not pulling any punch. Of course, Spider Man's not. He's not someone who hasn't shied away or who you know has shied away in the past from like punching chicks if he has to. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he's 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 always done it. Remember, he he kicked the living crap out of Titania back in the Secret Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So go ahead, Jr. I'm sorry. You were wanting to say something, or I can hear uh, you. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I was just breathlessly <laughs> anticipating what you were going um, to say. <laughs> no, um, so so I like that. Uh, again, I love I, I love every single thing Fred says. Mm -hmm. 
everything oh, yeah. that everything coming out of Fred's do mouth. You, do you fear that the comedy is going away from Spider-Man? Though you've said that in the past, everybody in the book gets a funnier line than Spider-Man. You don't like that generally. Uh, well, typically, I, I I don't like it when everyone is trying to be funny. Here, it's more of a situation where Fred is being funny, and it it is taking away from Spidey being um, funnier than normal. But at the same time, Spidey's story is actually, I mean, the overall tone of it is is going to a pretty dark place, at least it seems like in the end. Well, so, the, the other thing is, too, is occasionally you do, I mean, Fred being Fred. It's kind of hard for Spider-Man to kind of, you know, be try to be more funny than Fred. Something so it's ideally having Spider-Man as the straight man to yeah. Fred, totally works. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I think it's more of a, I think it's more of a situation where uh, where Spider-Man right now is almost more like a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing is too, um, one of the, the big ironies of this thing is that the Beetle, for all of her hatred of of Fred, she's. Kind of adopted a lot of his quirks, if you notice, because her, she's giving this whole like girl power kind of speech to her minions and everything. When in fact, it, oh, she's actually working for a guy, the kingpin, and she's also in a relationship with somebody else and everything. Where she's been giving this speech about, oh, you don't need men to be, you know, to have your life complete. Well, and that's what you know. But um, yeah, no, but I mean, I love the and I love the. Absolutely love the, the the last page of this cliffhanger and all the implications involved that that's going to yeah. And we out. were we were talking earlier uh, with the last issue or the issue before last about how you know the supporting cast is so important here. It really mm-hmm. underscores why you know. Like, oh, yeah. Here's a major thing that just happened. You know that also branches off into two other big characters in well, Spider-Man it, history. It combines mm-hmm. what I like is where Spider Peter's personal life interacts with the Spider life. That's yep. some of the best parts. And this is totally an example of that happening. What I really like is that so much of Spencer's run is going back to things that were awesome before, like in the 80s and, and early 90s, and, and building on top of those in an in organic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done a really, really good job on that. Um, I, I just I, seeing, you know, syndicate stuff, you know, gets gets me excited. I like the Sinister Syndicate back in the day. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the Sinister Syndicate, we wouldn't have had the Superior Foes later on. Mm-hmm. True. So, yeah, I, it, it seems like Spencer just liked a lot of the same stuff that a lot of us liked back in the day. Any other pros before we move on that we haven't mentioned? Okay, no, Con, we want to make sure we get to Vinkman's question. Anyway. Yep, I'll put that up in a minute after we get through cons. What's uh, Con out of you, JR? I was trying to think. I really don't have any cons that i can think of i mean it was it Besides was a, the art do you like the art i didn't i, I, I hate, given up I hate the art. art i've given up on the art i mean i just i just know what uh, i i just i guess nobody's going to draw like john ramita or, or and uh, ross andrew anymore i mean so i guess i guess i'm just becoming numb to how bad the art has, art is getting in my opinion you don't like oddly so, stuff <sighs> I, well, one, what is this? Again, I have to agree. What's what's this stuff with Peter's hair? I mean, what the what the heck is? That? You know, that's, that's <laughs> here's, ridiculous. Here's the thing: if this is our, if this is what we're, if this is what yeah. the, the the show is nitpicking, yeah, 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 hair, yeah. I know, kidding, that, that, right? That is a testament to how good the story is. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I just don't. I mean, again, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the, the worst persons to comment on art, to be honest, because, like I said, I can't draw a straight line with a straight edge. But I just, I don't like anything remotely experimental. I might, I like. 
you know, I, I just, I don't like exaggerated limbs. I don't like, you know, uh, uh, bodies moving in, in ways that they can't possibly move. And, and, you know, I don't you know, grossly exaggerated features and I, I just don't, I mean, just give it to me straight. Give me straight vanilla art. You give know? it to me, baby. Me. Bum, bum, bum. I will Sorry. say this though. There is a, there's a slight little Easter egg in one of the panels where, oh. where, 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 where Spider-Man is punching Scorpia. The way he's punching him is how Ditko used to draw some of Spider-Man's punches. When the the, the panel really? where where he punches Lady Octopus made me think of Ditko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Oh. There's not, but you the know, way actually, he's and everything like that. Yeah, that's why it reminds me of uh, some punches he delivered. Remember the uh, spectacular uh, first Amazing Annual, where each time he uh, like faced off with a villain or whatever, you know, it was like one, one page, you know, that that's actually what that shot, that panel reminded me of, so you know, we're talking about this, panel, this, this punch that they're throwing right there. No, the pre, the pre, uh, no, no, no. The and one where he, and annual number one, where like, he's like, a, everyone's like a splash page and they take some yeah, out. Exactly. Oh, yeah. you're yeah. talking. To, oh, I see what you're talking about. You're yeah. Talking so about. that's what the lady octopus one kind of reminded me of. I when will, he, when I do have, I do have one con. That one. Yes. That's what you're talking yeah. about. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. I do have one con. Okay, go ahead. And again, I know this is going bad. This is something, this is not, you know, a common common thing, but why didn't Spider-Man Spider-Sense go off when he held the when he held the gas? I ring? think it's because yeah. Fred threw it. Yeah, but when it kind of why. Yeah. I know, but it's and I know the Spider-Sense is kind of an inconsistent thing, but it just I mean, it didn't, I mean, still, it would kind of be perceived as a threat, though. That's the thing. I mean, he did catch it, and so yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't tell. It doesn't what what it what the threat yeah, actually I, to is. To me, that wasn't but, to me that wasn't egregious because like no, it's it, a it, it wasn't coming. Know, it, it was coming from somebody he was fighting with, not against. True. That's I mean, and it's that's just that's a minor nitpick of something yeah, like that. I, I, it just it's not it doesn't. But yeah, but it's also interesting how they how they also like the line with Beatles like like oh no 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 we don't do free ones we just kind of. Like, yeah. We just, you know, we're under contract. We got, we're just doing, you know, this is more fun. Any other cons before we get to Vinkman's question to us? We should have seen a flashback of Shocker peeing in the pool that was actually ah, with Hydro Man in it. Don't forget, that's, that's the big point. One <laughs> that's the point. That, 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 I think that's one where we can let our imagination take us. No, Shocker, right. that should have been an issue 25 of those backups. Yeah. That should have been there. I would have much rather read that one. <laughs> Like you can even have a you can even have a Caddyshack scene where a uh, Milky Way is It made me think back to when uh, to Superior Foes when like uh, Shocker and Hydro Man were living together and and they had uh, they had Silvermane's head. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my God, that was so awesome. Although Hydro Man managed to escape. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, so Vinkman uh, has a question for us. We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of Nick Spencer taking over Spider-Man, and Vinkman says on YouTube chat, one year later, what do you think of Nick Spencer's ASM run so far? What did you like? What did you not like? We'll start with Peter. Characterization uh, within all the characters, Spider-Man, Mary Jane, Aunt May, the villains, um, and how Spencer has taken the last 10 years of the things we didn't like, addressing them, and fixing them in a way that we could agree on. He's making the reader actually like the book. Yeah, I agree. Uh, George, what did you like? What did you not like? 
Uh, there hasn't been much that I haven't liked. I haven't liked, uh, and we touched on it earlier. I, I, I don't like Carly being back here. There's so many other characters. Uh, Spider-Man has such a rich history. There's so many other female characters from the supporting cast we could fill, we could pull in aside from Carly. Uh, unless Finch was, you know, queuing up, you know, getting ready to, to kill Carly, in which case, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, um, there hasn't been much that I haven't liked. Uh, I, I completely trust Spencer. It makes me think a year ago when I was looking at Jr. and saying, "Jr., take my hand, <laughs> you know, take my Kirby hand and and come with me and let's 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 do this. Let's give it a shot." And I I did, and I've uh, I've really enjoyed it. I I I never thought <clears throat> all through the the morass through the swamp. That was uh, the brain trust. That was brand new verse through the decade of just horrible characterization and writing for plot instead of writing for character that slot and made us endure. Yeah. I never, ever thought the book was going to be this good again. Mm -hmm. That's I, I just I did not ever think that. And so that's all a credit to Nick Spencer. Uh, mm-hmm. Spencer turned out to be Spencer turned out to be the writer that we needed and deserved mm-hmm. after, after, you know, 10 years of, uh, yeah. of being force fed that that garbage. So I I'm still ecstatic. I am just over the moon with how things have turned out. The book is is fun. It is readable again. Yeah. Things make sense. Uh, Fred is hysterical. Um, I've, I've enjoyed everything about this and, and above everything else, I've enjoyed Peter and Mary Jane. Mm. Oh yeah. So yeah. much, so, so much. And that was so, that was so sorely missed. That was, yeah. It was very sorely missed. So kudos yeah, yes. to Spencer and kudos, real big kudos also to Nick Lowe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the both and, of them. and Ryan Otley, uh, Ryan, and Ryan Otley, yeah. Otley's work has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't had a problem with it, with any of the art. I've, I've liked, I remember when we first started and there were some people who, uh, I, I don't want to say had an issue, but with, you know, they, they questioned the way like he drew Mary Jane sometimes. Um, and I, I, I didn't, uh, you know, it's just a, it's just another a style. Um, you know, it was just similar. Every artist has their own style. Uh, Eric Larson made uh, Mary Jane look like Peg Bundy through much of the uh, <laughs> you know, run. So, you know, I mean, it's just, I, I enjoy his take. His, his Mary Jane to me is very human. Mm-hmm. Um, something, and that's something that I've, uh, that I've enjoyed. Um, which makes me think back to somebody, somebody earlier in the chat said something about, uh, <clears throat> you know, how, um, you know, there's that old trope of, oh, you, you know, you can't have it was during the, you know, when she switched places with the actress during the Fantastic Four musical. And somebody yeah. in chat had pointed out, you know, <clears throat> you can't have um, you can't have Peter married to a model or an actress, yada, yada. And I, I, I just it made me think us talking about Mary Jane uh, in regards to Otley made me think of that comment from earlier in their YouTube. And I didn't say anything at the time. Um, that's always been a, a, a specious argument. It always has been. Um, yep. These are two characters, despite her being famous, that knew one another long before she was famous. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's never carried water. It, it, it's one of those old hat arguments that like, you know, Marvel, you know, people like was regurgitate every now and then, you know, when they're trying to justify bull, you know, bull crap. So don't, don't, don't ever give that one any credence. But, yeah, because uh, Mary Jane never wanted to be famous when she became an actor in the first place. But you know, it, 
but the, the thing about Mary Jane is, is the two of and, and why it's not a problem if Peter winds up with a with a famous model or actress is because they were already hell they were together before she was even famous. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't at that point it doesn't really matter. But th- that kind of digresses from us discussing the artwork. I just wanted to I, I remembered that from earlier and I wanted to talk about it briefly. But yep. yeah, I've liked the artwork. I've liked everything about this, just about. Uh JR, let's hear your two cents. Why uh what do you think of Spencer's one year later? I've had mixed feelings. Um because for example, um I didn't like the first story he did. You know, the, the, the splitting of Spidey into two, I, that just all seemed kind of wrong. Uh, I don't, I, I didn't like how he handled uh, uh, some of the stuff early on with Aunt May where it's like, you know, I'm sitting there saying, Peter, you know, gee, Peter, grow some cojones and tell her, you know, <laughs> that just rang false. Uh, and, and the, uh, and the, uh, the, 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 the Craven story, that was, you know, it's funny because I've, these last three issues, I mean, I can read them. I've really enjoyed them. How is this the same guy who wrote that in in interminable? How long did that thing last? It like, I mean, it was like what, what was, was it? Not point? counting the huh, the huh stuff. There was like six issues plus those yeah, all those times. Like, yeah. That one, so like, that one, it, it did run long. It did run. Yeah. Long. Yep. I agree. With, it's I like agree so. With that. So we have a guy who does these entertaining stories, but then he also has this turgid crap, and then he does Secret Empire. You know, <laughs> it is. It, it's it's kind of like I don't know how to feel about this guy. But I, I will give you this, though. You know, even though I think some things, like I said, the 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 early con- the conversation with Aunt May don't quite seem right now. I mean, it's like I just can't see Peter not telling her. To be honest, I mean, he told Felicia for crap say you know because felicia was having i mean and, and uh you know i mean it's he made in 800 she was literally attacked by you know uh you know carnage and then and, and baby carnage you know doesn't she deserve an explanation baby carnage baby carnage brad in the dead <laughs> meme let it go uh, <laughs> yeah, but i will say this <laughs> It's readable. I mean, I mean, and, and yes, I'm not, I don't mean that. I don't mean that as a backhanded compliment. Um, I mean it because when you read a lot of the stuff from the prior ten years, I mean, I just couldn't believe how many times I went. People don't act like that. People don't talk like that. A person wouldn't. You know, you just yeah. sit there and say that isn't just. You know, I, I, I'm thinking of slot story where you know Aunt May chews out Peter. Because he ran away and cried when Uncle Ben died, <laughs> instead of oh, taking care of her needs, mm-hmm. and then like she's chewing him out as Spider Man is watching this this guy assault somebody, you know, and it's like it'll take you t- five seconds to go and knock that guy out and then run back. I still remember mm-hmm. how angry Bailey was over that one. Oh you know, yeah, you guys remember? Oh my God, ba- the boy I heard Bailey that podcast twisted he off was, on that was, one. Was, was, yeah. oh. so, even even if I haven't liked the stories, some of the stories, to be honest, um, and I, although I will say the the question about. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's there's he's getting to a line where everybody is is quipping and everybody is funny. But I will give him this: the quips usually are funny. You yeah, know, that's kind of covers. I, I think I think maybe there is a little bit too much of that where everybody is quippy and funny. But at least it's funny. I mean, at least yeah. it's amazing yeah. to read. So I will I will I will say this: you know, even if I haven't liked the stories that much, they're much more readable. 
you know, I mean, and, 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 and they're much, and they're easier to get through and easier to enjoy because of that. So real real quick, JR, uh, two points on, on what you were saying. Um, Careful, careful, George, you might get an F-bomb. Shocking. Yeah. Real quick uh, about the, the, you know, everybody, you know, being funny in it. Um, it. We do have it here, especially in Fred's case. Uh, it is not nearly as bad as it was during slots run. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where everyone was trying to, to like, you know, throw like just random people on the street that, you know, passing by would try to throw out, you know, and, and be funnier than Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, about the Aunt May thing, um, I, I would not be surprised if slot or slot. God bless. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, if, uh, if, if Spencer wasn't prepping right. a situation where she finds out Peter is shocked, but then if she reveals that she's already known. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what, what we're because what we're that would have synergy, as they say, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I, I, I so I wouldn't I wouldn't be or surprised if that's if that's or the video game. Yeah, the video game. I would I wouldn't either, but it's just it's just the, it to me it's it's starting to become poor characterization on Peter's part. Hmm. Uh, it, it that that's what's bothering me. It's just it's just you know you've been doing this for so long. May's been through so much. You know, and, and there were times when, and when, like, when, when, well, I guess when Slot was writing it or whatever, when, when Peter, when Aunt May would get on Peter because he disappeared or whatever, and she was thinking he was a bum, and you know, I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? If this were my mother, we would have a talk. I could not, I could not deal with my mother thinking that I was a bum, and I would tell her the truth. And yeah. so, to me, I think it, 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 it kind of makes Peter start to look a little bit either cowardly or immature or um, selfish. And I, and I don't think that's him. I, you know, I mean, I think it's bad characterization on Peter's part, not to be honest with her. I think it's gotten to that point is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, what, yeah let's let's hear your two cents, Mike. About okay. Your, your year. You know how I knew this book was in really good hands? How? When we got to the issue where Peter was outed or accused of plagiarism for Doc, for, for Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. About that whole, that remember we were like we've been complaining the whole time about how he had that degree that doctor that he never earned, and then Spencer uses that to equate the fact that Peter realized that he did nothing, just like he didn't do anything when he first encountered the burglar, and that's when I knew that, yeah, Spencer gets it, he yeah. gets what Spider-Man's themes are and everything like this, and I I appreciate the fact that he's trying to get Spider-Man back to what he kind of like where he works instead of doing this weird kind of oh he's got all these toys and doing all this kind of pseudo james bondish kind of stuff all over the world and everything like this and it's making it more about the people about him and the people in his world again that's um, been that's been fantastic the fact that we haven't had seventeen thousand different suits oh yeah uh, that we haven't mm-hmm. had you know a new yeah. you know type of webbing you know mm-hmm. every half issue Yep. Pop in. That's mm-hmm. been that's been wonderful. It's yeah. It's it's, it's like and Jr. I, I was going to ask you this. Um, even though you're not enjoying the direction of all of the stories and whatnot, would you agree at least that Spencer fundamentally understands the character in a way that Slot didn't and, and never will probably. You know, well, I would say he's consistently showing it. Uh, more than Slot did because I mean I think you got to remember I mean we used to love Dan Slot when particularly mm-hmm. when Spider-Man Human Torch came out 
you that's know, true. that's true. That's true. Spider-Man I, human torch. And then uh, the She-Hulk where Spidey finally took the stand, you know, and, 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 yeah, that's and, a great issue. You know, and, and we were saying, I mean, we were saying, boy, we would like Dan slot to be the regular writer. So it seemed that he did get it, but then what we got <laughs> was yeah. was not, you know, we saw flashes though of it come back when he did the original Renew Your Vows. It was kind of mm-hmm. like, where has this guy been hiding? But yeah, yeah. George, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know what happened. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he had like just spurts of brilliance and the rest of it was all how he normally is. But but yeah, the problem was, the problem was, like I think you've all said, he was a plot-driven writer. You know, mm-hmm. here's the plot, oh, yeah. you know, and, and everything's got to feed into that plot, you know, and all the characters have to be, you know, the square peg and the round hole thing, you know, I mean, so yeah, it's uh, but uh, I, I thought slot understood the character, but I, I don't know what happened in the intervening 10 years. And, uh, but, uh, but no, I, I, I mean, as far as, but, but it's kind of like I was saying, you know, Nick Spencer is not giving me all those, Oh, come on moments mm-hmm. yeah for example i mean right so yeah yeah but like you said jerry the only thing the only problem i do have is sometimes this, these storylines are going on a little bit too long yeah. i mean one of the things i kind of worry about with this whole kindred thing is i hope it does not become like the original hobgoblin where we just went on and on for like several years and, and then they, like, spencer leaves before well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not it, it's not though in that uh, it's it's completely different in that in that the this new villain is operating 100 percent behind the scenes the hobgoblin oh, yeah. had a lot of fights with spider-man spider-man that's true. Really that is true hasn't mixed it up with this dude yet that's true that is true <laughs> i just say i just hope that he doesn't drag out the identity of this guy for too long and it's only been a year i know it's only been a year yeah that's true but i mean yeah yeah, it does feel longer though with all the issues. I mean, we've had twenty-seven issues, so yeah. yeah I mean, in fact, that's what I was thinking too. I was thinking this is. I was disappointed that number twenty-five didn't start wrapping it up, and then when Venkman asked the question that, oh, it's been one year. I think, oh, oh, it really has only been one year, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but I would say another year is the max. Wrap it up by fifty. If you haven't done it by fifty, then then it's yeah. too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't. Who haven't I gone to? Peter, did I get yours? You got my mine was about the character relations, but I'm going off what uh, Jr. said. Jr., have you given this book and like a great A yet? I know you've given B's and C's. I give very few A's. Um, I'm trying to. I. I. Um, he won't like it. He hates everything. Everything. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just tough to please. You know, I don't give a lot of A's, but it's like F's. I only give F's when I'm personally offended. You know, mm. I may not like a lot of stories, but it takes it takes something really, really bad, like the Betty Brant story, you know, the Aunt May, that, um, the uh, learning took, oh, the, the the story where Harry says, I for, oh, I forget, I don't think about my son for weeks at a time. When something stupid like that happens, <laughs> I give it an F, you know. But you know, I know I've given I give A's if I think a st- tremendous effort has been given. Uh, you know, like I I think I gave him even you know Amazing Spider-Man six hundred an A. I might have given eight hundred an A. You know, I have to go back and think. Somebody will probably contradict me because, you know, but I can appreciate when a really good effort is is put in. But you know, like this this like okay the number twenty five. You know, I would have been more inclined to give it an A if it had been if it had been the entire issue, if that had been the only story in the entire mm-hmm. issue. But True. then we get but we pat it out and we get this crap like that bot thing, you yeah. know. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and, but, and again, the story you know, like, that's been in the drawer for a year, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and Kurt Connors, uh, you know, uh, speech that, uh, you know, that was like, you know, 60s, 70s hippie speech. You know, I mean, I heard all before. Yes, we're just, you know, I grew up in the 70s, right? You know, I grew up in the 70s. And, you know, back then we were going to choke on our own. We were going to choke on our pollution. Uh, you know, we were going, it was going to be Soylent Green. You know, overpopulate. Seriously, no. I mean, that's what was so. That was why Star Wars was such a sea change because all the sci-fi movies, Silent Running, Soylent Green. Uh, there's another one I'm thinking of. I always think of three of them. You know, but you know, we're all we're gonna die. We're you know, it the things one, like what that. Was the one with the space station where they had all the trees in it. Um, what was that? Uh, one? Silent Running. That, that was Silent Running. Was, okay. Yeah. Right. So, so I'm, 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 I'm tired of it. You know, I don't need, I don't need any more writers giving me their, 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 and I don't want to say leftist because I don't consider myself conservative either because I don't like, I don't like any politician who, who thinks the world is only 6,000 years old. I'm sorry. I don't buy it, but, <laughs> but, but I'm just tired of this left and bullshit, you know, tell a story, don't preach to us. I don't like being preached to, um, when so, Spencer so, gets when when Spencer gets his hands on Green Goblin, what are you going to think about that? Well, I have to. Wait, we'll have to see. We'll have, I, I, we'll have I, to I, see I, if he gets if he if the Green Goblin. Gets by the way, Norman is in absolute carnage. Jr. I've saw, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I, saw it. yeah. I also saw that stupid little cartoon too, or whatever. But uh, <laughs> is that in a book? Because I haven't watched the car. I didn't watch that cartoon because I wanted to read the book. Is that an adaptation of the book? I think so. I, I don't. I, I don't think it is. Or knows there there's there's so many tie-ins of that book. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, Patreon.com/crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm.